So in a couple more minutes, we're going to have another walking meditation. But that too is an opportunity to continue exploring the mind. And what all this is doing is helping us to understand the process of how we get caught in clinging and resisting and identifying and therefore suffering. So without any meditative training, most people tend to think of themselves as a fixed, solid me in here who's trying to challenge, who's trying to navigate the challenges of the world out there. And most of the time, they tend to feel at the mercy of life's ups and downs, rewards and challenges. But with Vipassana practice insight, we're paying attention to the body, the heart, the mind, so we can know our experience as it is without adding the extra identification with it. So the Buddha was a master of deconstruction, And in some ways, he's breaking down the complexity of our experience so we can see its component parts more clearly. And the Pali word vipassana, that's usually translated as insight, more literally means seeing separately, seeing distinctly. So we're starting to notice how the mind affects the body, the body affects the mind, and if there's no mindfulness, it amplifies into boredom and restlessness and agitation and frustration and judgment and la 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 la. Anybody notice that? Those habitual chain reactions that we often find ourselves looping in over and over. This was recognized at the time of the Buddha. There's a Pali word, papancha. Papancha means proliferation or perseveration. And that just continuation of something to an extreme degree. And in terms of practice, it means the tendency of the mind to just get caught in compulsive looping, spinning out in reactivity that takes us pretty far from actual reality. And again, you may have noticed hopefully relatively minor versions of those chain reactions. But just a simple example. Say you're just sitting here and the session just gone and you suddenly notice some sort of burning in the heart area. And there's a thought, I shouldn't have eaten all that cheese at lunch. Okay. And then it comes up again a little more intensely. Is it just indigestion? What are the beginning signs of a heart attack? I heard it's different for women. I wonder, could this be? It's getting a bit stronger now. Oh, I think my heart's moving a bit faster. My hands are clammy. I'm pretty sure that's a set. I wonder what I should do. Should I call the uh, emergency line? Or Suddenly, in our minds, we're on one of those trolleys being zooming through the corridor, just like in the opening scenes of all those American hospital dramas. And then we're coming out of surgery surrounded by family and friends and everyone's crying with happiness that we survived and all of that because we had a sensation in the heart. You know, that's a pretty 
in some ways exaggerated example, but maybe one you can recognize just how quickly we can move from the immediacy of some kind of sense-based experience into the identification, the taking it personally, the amplifying it, the looping, the compulsion, the papancha. This papancha can actually be a mindfulness bell as we learn to recognize it. And there's a model for this that I have found really useful in my own practice from one of my teachers, Gil Fronstel. He has a way of laying out how these different aspects of experience happen. And he lays it out as a series of concentric circles, like a wheel. You imagine a wheel lying on its side. So in the middle of the wheel, at the hub, is the experience of the body and breathing. And then the next rim out is the feeling tone, the basic recognition of a sense contact as being pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Just that very simple, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. And then the next layer out from that is the reactivity, the liking, the pleasant, the disliking, the unpleasant, the spacing out if it's neutral. And then out from there, the centrifugal force often pushes us into thoughts and emotions. And then if there's still no mindfulness, boom, we're on the rim of the wheel being taken for a wild ride. And that's where Papancha is located, on the outer rim of the wheel. And what I like about this diagram, if you can imagine it, is that the further we get from the center, the immediacy of sense-based body experience, the more likely we are to get pulled out by that centrifugal force into Papancha. And the rim of the wheel seems to move faster and more intensely than the center. So if you find yourself spinning out, stop. Come back to the hub of the wheel. Come back to the simplicity of the body sitting, the body standing, the body walking, the body breathing. And that will help you reground and get centered. So in the example I just gave of the chest pain, we could notice, oh, stabbing, mm, unpleasant, not liking, Whew, moment of reactivity, just aching, pressure, hardness, oh, subsiding, releasing, pleasant, calm. And see how much extra unnecessary suffering we've saved ourselves by just staying with the immediacy of that experience. So in the next walking session, I invite you to play with that. If you like, uh, you might walk around a little outside, or if you want to stay cool, you can walk around this building. But I invite you to really notice how is the mind responding to the sights and the sounds and the physical experience it's cool or liking or no it's too cool not liking oh look at the sunlight oh look at the sunlight all the different reactions we're having if you notice getting caught in reactivity physically stop reground come back to the hub of the wheel and then when you're steady continue the walking okay so we'll have about 25 minutes for this. And again, I'll ring a bell when it's time to regather.
Okay, and when we come back, there'll be time to hear what you discovered. Thanks, everyone.